Aero Precision pushes the boundaries for modern sporting rifle builds and machines receivers from custom forgings for added strength and durability. Aero Precision delivers top quality American made products at an affordable price. AeroPrecisionUSA.com. three hours of the regular show on terrestrial radio and you wanted a little bit more so that's why you found the gun talk after show podcast where we saved all the best things that we can't say on regular radio now here's tom michelle and jim for the gun talk after show if jim will quit trying to count backwards to tell me when we could start talking we could do this <laughs> nine thing here. four he's six. all over the place in three Two, and he never says the one. What's up with that? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have that good of a memory. Turn to, where was I? Getting older. Oh, gosh. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year yeah. in advance. Yeah, even. no kidding. Just running up on it. You guys have a good Christmas? Yes. You? Yeah, I really did. Uh, with friends up here on the mountain. And, uh, yeah, we did our trip down south and saw the, the family over the last few weeks. Got to see the grandkids and doing all that. So oh, we're up here. And right now, as I look out the window, it is snowing like crazy. So, mm. yeah, it's a de- we definitely had a big time white Christmas up here. Cool. Yeah. Bo- fun. No, Beautiful. cold. Not cool. Cold. No, cold. cold. <laughs> right. Look, it's, it's cool now. It's going to go down to single digits as, or maybe down to zero. Uh, yeah, that's down on the chilly side. Yeah, but we don't have to worry about slush and uh, all this stuff melting. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> finds a positive. Yeah. That's right. There's always something fun to Salt do. probably doesn't even work. <laughs> no, well, you know, I mean, and the snow's so dry, you can't even make a snowman out of it. It's just all fluffy and dry. Oh, it's a dry snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dry <laughs> You should patent that. Get yeah. <laughs> t-shirts made up. It's a dry snow. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. All right, enough of you guys. I want to talk to these guys who called in. Larry's with us out of uh, Oregon. Hello, Larry. Thank you for waiting so long. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. Actually, I'm sitting here looking out through the window, and it's snowing and snowing more. Now, where in Oregon are you? Where's Murphy? Murphy, we're about... Uh, Five miles out of Grants Pass, out in the Applegate oh, okay. Valley. Sure. Okay. Good deal. Well, whatever snow you're getting, I'm going to get in about a half a day. So I'm over here in, in Idaho. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, we got more coming tonight. Anyway, I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. I inherited a 1909 Argentine Mauser and had been started to, to you know, do some work on it and then passed away. Uh, and I thought, well, you know, I don't know anything about about them, so I thought I'd call and see if, if it's worth, uh, you know, going to the work of uh, getting it where it would, you know, be usable. Or it's well, a neat gun to look at. Well, there's that. It, now, has it been sporterized at all, or is it original? No, it's been sporterized some. Okay. Well, it's, and it's, so, and I, I tell me again, what caliber is it? I don't know what caliber that it is. Oh, That's you don't? I'm, oh, 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 oh I see. One of the I'm trying to find out, you know, huh. uh, if it's worth taking it in and, and uh, you know, having it looked at. And Well, and it's an idea, what's it worth? If you think it's cool looking the way it is and you just like it and you don't feel a particular need to shoot it, then I don't think I'd, I'd bother. But if you think you want to shoot it now, you're going to have to find out what it is and I would probably, if you're going to shoot it, I would definitely take it to a gunsmith first and have it checked out. 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking I ought to do. And I thought, you know, you give me some uh, some rules, or not rules, but some some people to think about what's going on with it. And I really like well, the gun. It's a neat-looking <laughs> puppy. Well, you know, what a gunsmith will do is, first of all, probably make a chamber cast and find out what the cartridge is it's chambered for. Because, you know, I don't know what it was originally, but you also never know if it's been altered somewhere along the way. And, and a lot of these have been be rechambered to something. Michelle, I mean, that's basically, that's the only way you're going to know really what caliber it is. It's really the best way. Yes, absolutely. And, and it, like you said, a, a lot of them have been rechambered and, and, you know, put into a modern caliber. And I mm-hmm. mean, Tom Hennig with us, he, he's experienced that type of thing with his. So, yeah, that's really the safest way of knowing. If you're going to shoot it, you, you need to have them inspected, too. Also, there are, and I'm not an expert on the old Mausers, but there are some that may not have had the same level of heat treating. And that's where a good gunsmith, preferably a gunsmith that has some gray in his hair. Or no hair. Or no hair. Are you speaking? I'm 87, so. Somebody who would say, oh, yeah, that's the old Argentine Mauser, blah, blah, blah. And this is a thing to know about it. Or at least somebody who's got. You know, somebody who's got a collection of books, yeah, you can mm-hmm. do the internet, but I don't know, man. When I walk in and the gunsmith's got a whole collection of books up there, I'm thinking, yeah, this is the one I want to be working with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I so certainly I'm, appreciate all your help, and that, that's what I think I'll do, you know. Sure, but I mean, why not? Somebody I, down that, uh, I can talk to some folks I know and see who they would recommend. Sounds good. I wish you luck with it. Thank you. All right, you take care. All right, yeah, the, uh, those old guns are Kind of fun. They were military, and you know, back I don't know what World War Two ish, before the war or before the Second War and afterwards, there was a lot of gunsmithing done where they would sporterize. That was the term, sporterize them, make them look like modern guns, and because you could buy those things for like nineteen dollars, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was really nuts. <laughs> yeah, and then you put like another twenty five bucks into it with some gunsmithing and buy. What, Michelle, a Fajan stock, right? Right. Oh, my I gosh. Mean, Words Fajan you haven't stock? heard in a long time. Yeah, out of Missouri. <laughs> exactly right. And everybody would get a Fajan stock. And usually we'd get the one that was uh, semi-inletted and unfinished. And so now we're going to town with uh, scrapers and sanders <laughs> and everything else and trying to get it all to fit. There were some that really turned out nice, and there were some that were pretty much abominations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And in true Mauser, my gosh, there's so many Mausers. There's so many books written on Mausers. Oh, yeah. I, no I mean... kidding. <laughs> and I just did a quick check on Facebook. There are several Mauser user groups. Yes. You could hop on there and maybe you could, yeah, you could you. find support groups. You go, this is what it is. And they're going to ask you about the proof marks because that's one of the ways that they figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. And so fortunately, with our cell phones now, it's amazing. You can shoot close-up pictures of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. So yeah, and Tom, yeah. Tom was saying in my in my whispering in my ear, sweet nothings. He was <laughs> saying that a lot of a lot of the Mausers when they uh, went to Argentina, they may have gone there as seven mm's, but they came back into the U.S. as two two threes, etc. People had them modified when they brought them back in. So you can't just say, well, it's this model number, so it's definitely right. a know, seven right. mm. Right? Yeah, there's no way yeah, of knowing. So, somebody brought it back in, they rebarreled it or rechambered it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Exactly. So you, once again, and even if, honestly, 
on something like that, even if it has, it's marked something, I would still want a chamber cast to know that it had been rechambered correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because you could end up yeah, with headspace issues or something. I wouldn't have thought of that. If something was marked a 223, I'd put one in to see if it fit right and go, yeah, okay, we're good. Yeah, good enough. Pull the trigger. What can go wrong? Yeah, oh, right. let's idea. make a list. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> you know, because the thing is, you don't know who it was who actually did the chambering on that. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes they'll mark it, they'll stamp it seven millimeter. Oh, gosh, thanks for nothing. That narrows it down. one of those. <laughs> yeah, that narrows it down. <laughs> yeah. Or they could just stamp it rifle. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, not, not as cool as my lever shotgun, Tom, one day. Le- lever shotgun, why? I, why not? Well, that's a good answer. Okay. I ask you in return. Why there not? it is. I just right back we, at you. Who do you know that has one? Um, we used to have... No, didn't have it. I got to shoot one one time. Uh, Winchester made a 94 in 410. It was a 410 lever action, and I thought, this yeah. is the dumbest thing ever. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do with this thing, right? I mean, this is stupid. This is stupid. Kenzie would this, like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm invited out on this media hunt, and a media shoot, and they got this thing. And, you know, you go through the motions, you shoot some of this stuff, and you go, that's stupid. Okay, we'll move on to the next station. I had so much fun shooting that thing. Did you? <laughs> it was crazy. I loved that little thing. It's like, okay, I am so embarrassed that I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a 22 of, of shotguns in a way. Yes, yeah. You're just going, oh, man. And sh- we were shooting skeet with a lever-action shotgun. Okay, this is just fun. So, yeah, I get it. Now, if you could find one in 16-gauge, now you'd have weird on top of weird. Oh, I love 16. We were talking about that, too. I love Tell them the story on why oh, yeah. 16 faded away? Well, back when skeet and trap were very popular, in skeet, you shot skeet in four different gauges to compete. It was 12, 20, 28, and 410. There was no 16-gauge uh, you know, competition. So if you shot a 16-gauge, you could shoot it, but you could only shoot it in 12-gauge. So you were shooting against people who had more shot in their shot load, so you're giving up a little bit there. And as a result, those four gauges became the primary gauges. And people say, yeah, but the 16-gauge is great. It is great. It is wonderful, especially, and here's the key, especially if you have a shotgun that the frame of it was designed for the 16-gauge. It's sized down. They don't just take a 12-gauge and chamber it for 16-gauge. Oh, okay. The whole, everything about it. The, everything about it, yeah, sized down. Now, those are delightful when you can find those. Hmm. In a lever. So, with a silencer. Oh my gosh! With the with silencer. a silencer, yeah. <laughs> can you can you a silencer suppress a shotgun? Oh yeah. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think they may have them on the uh, Silencer Central website. Yes. How oh cool no. Oh yeah, it is awful. I mean, it, it's like it's like hanging a shoebox on the muzzle of your shotgun. And I yes, bet, they're they're quieter and all that. I mean, come on, a shotgun, well, for the most part, I mean, if it's a wing shooting, it's made to have balance and everything else, and now we have just put <laughs> this, this thing out of the end of it. You you pull, I can see this happening, you pull the trigger, end up on the ground, and everybody's like, what happened to him? <laughs> he just didn't hear a thing yet. <laughs> he didn't fall backwards, he landed on his face. Wait a minute. Jeez. <laughs> we should get him one. <laughs> Yeah, be sure to take slow motion video of that. Right, right. Wow. I can do that. I have a phone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's so true. I'll, uh, I'll give you Tiger's home number. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. Tiger right. He gave, gave his he gave his phone number out on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, 
seriously, is what he a that great like? Guy. Yeah, oh. he really is. Yeah. Just enjoy talking with him. I, I wouldn't want to be in his way. <laughs> yeah, when I, and when I do my impersonation for him, it's going to be through like three inch Lexan. I'd yeah, I, 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 safe. I wouldn't want to cross him and Gretchen. No, it would be a mistake. But on the other hand, you know, with that slow talking accent, it's like the guy says, I sure wouldn't have to depend upon you to tell me this place is on fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Don't be making fun of my man. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, he's he's one of my favorites. Uh, oh, he's, he's awesome. He is the real deal. And let me tell you, it's I, I know I've told the story before, the first time. When I, I was producing the, the very first TV show about self-defense with guns. And I took the crew out there to Alabama. I said, this is going to be our guy. We've got to do this thing. With and we, they went out and had lunch with him. And he's talking like that. And they're looking at me like, this is not going to work. Bad he, call, Tom. Bad he's going to be terrible on TV. And I said, it's okay. Just stick okay. with it, huh? Just, just stay with it. We get out on the range. We get ready. And they're... You know, you can just tell they're thinking, this is going to be a disaster. Right? <laughs> and then I said, all right, let's go. And all of a sudden, Tiger goes, all right, everybody, let's get this thing going. And it's like, and they all was like, who just what? showed up? What was Where did that? come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's going to, his career's going to be over. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. He's thinking, this show is going to be dead before it starts. I'm going, it's okay. Trust me on this. It's going to be fine. Oh. Well, he didn't yeah. want he didn't want to have to go home and face his his mean old wife, right? Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, right. Just mean as a snake. It's our funniest line, you know. Uh, that's our standard deal. How's Gretchen? Oh, you know, she's mean as a snake. The truth is, she's a doll. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, just delightful. Exactly right. Fun stuff. But you know, when you talk to him, you hear him. You could tell this is a guy who spends a lot of time thinking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no doubt. And I just I knew. Without even asking him what, what he was going to say, when I said, all right, carjacking. You just give him the car. Yeah. Well, what's hard about this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and the one I like is this doofus, this uh, Illinois state senator. She gets carjacked. Her husband's in the car. He's got a concealed carry permit. And so he ends up shooting at this guy as he's running away and going, we're just unclear on everything here. First of all, you know, they're the, hypocrites. Right. Well, of course, they're hypocrites because, yeah, because yeah, they you know, they don't want you to have a gun and they have one. And then, of course, since they're not really gun people, they don't know anything about guns. They got a gun, but don't know. And don't want police. Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were to drop that guy from behind as he's running away? Right. Good luck. Or, you know, the other question is, where did all those bullets go? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, just out there somewhere. I, I don't think I hit anything. Uh, no, I'm 100% sure you hit something. You hit something. 100%. Right. Guaranteed. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, let's take our break now, then we can come back and I can... Oh, no. What are we going to do when we come back? Uh, unbreak? Well, okay. Introducing Kimber's Micro 9 Repeat Black Ice. All the attitude of the original, now in a 9mm subcompact that's like nothing else. Here's just a taste of what you get. A match-grade V-cut trigger. True Glow TFX Pro Day-Night Sights. The Stiplex front strap pattern. Slide lightning cuts and stepped cocking serrations. In other words, the Micro 9 Repeat Black Ice may be subcompact, but it's still big on performance. Find your new everyday carry at KimberAmerica.com. Raise your firearms to a better way of buying your silencer. We are Silencer Central. 
creators of a revolutionary process in which headaches and hassles are forever silenced by simplicity and common sense. It's a process that's smarter, easier, and ensures you get the silencer you need delivered right to your front door. Learn more about Silencer Central's easy buying process at silencercentral.com or call 888-781-8778. Look at it. It is. Looks like it's snowing poodles. These flakes are so big now. <laughs> snowing poodles. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never saw some poodles falling out of them. No. M- maybe that was when I was sleeping last night. Oh, well, that's new on me. <laughs> those new, speaking of poodles, those new slippers you got for Christmas are great, Tom. Oh yeah, so that's good. my yeah. tactical poodle slippers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You just want so. to intimidate a home invader. That's no, we just we just make them fall down laughing, <laughs> and then you know, and then we're in charge. Right, right. Oh gosh, I'm just looking at news releases are coming in as we're doing the show uh, from Ruger and people introducing uh, new guns. Ah, oh, yay! Let's see. Oh, uh, here you go. Here's one for you, Michelle. Mm. Uh, this is from a, a listener. Looks like Michelle has conquered another gun company. And force them to make a revolver in 327. Ooh, Taurus this? is bringing out a 327 revolver. Awesome! Great. They used to have one. Yeah, this yeah. one back. Yeah, so, uh, six or seven, wouldn't it be? Got that. Let's see. Uh, what did I see from Ruger? A new. There it is. You know their uh, Wrangler revolver. It's kind of the less expensive single action revolver. Mm-hmm. There's. They have it in a bird's head style grip now. Oh, okay. really kind of fun, you know. Then obviously we got the new uh, Marlin that's out. That's terrific. Yeah, that's and a it, week old, Tom. Yeah, no, that's, uh, they're supposed <laughs> Move to be on. We don't need to talk them. about that. <laughs> yeah, that's old news. Old news. Yeah. We don't want anybody else on the list, right, Jim? <laughs> yeah, really. Right, right, right. Yeah. All mine. I you can't a, have any. I had a buddy send me uh, some links to that today. Ken's, you got to check out this new this new uh, this new lever. It's great. I'm like, uh, I knew about it last week. I just couldn't tell you. <laughs> That's right. I'm so cool. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful, boy. beautiful gun, man. Oh, mm. yes. And uh, just so excited about not just this one, but the entire line as they start to expand them. And, mm-hmm. and what they could do, because they could just do things now that would have been very expensive to change up when you're having to make them on, with you know machines, screw machines and lathes and all that. Now with CNC, well, let's make this. Okay, we can do that. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, it's going to be fun to watch what happens with Marlon. Yep. And they did announce, I don't know if you caught it, when uh, Mark Gurney was on the show, and now they have it on the website, they're actually going to make their 336, they're going to chamber it in 35 Remington. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Huh. So, again, it's not a straight wall for you guys. Right. But, uh, well, for the rest of us, it's pretty much fun. But they'll, they'll have plenty of straight walls, I'm sure. We and, we're not anti, we're not anti-shouldered. No, you're, you're, yeah, you just can't hunt with them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe 444 Marlin. That would be cool, too. Mm. That's a really good caliber, too. Yeah, it's so going to be that, interesting. Like I told you my goal last week is to the next five years to have six Marlin levers. So what kind what? do you want? Well, the first one, obviously, has got to have the 4570, but I definitely want a 3030. I'd like to get a second 327 lever because I've got the Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, just... I don't know, just start there and see what happens. 357 would be great. 44 would be great. So you, I don't need any of them. You're just going to have to have a separate safe just for your Marlin. <laughs> it's my Marlin safe. Marlin safe. I like this. 
they're just beautiful. They were great guns before, and now with with, yeah. with Ruger behind the helm, it's it's really going to be interesting. Yeah, it's ex- exciting times. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking too, but a second ago you mentioned something. I was actually paying attention for a change. What? Yeah, what? No, Sorry. What are the <laughs> odds of that? Uh, you had mentioned just about you know this and that and going to shot show, and it used to be they were pretty tight lipped prior to shot show. Yes. And now everybody's announcing stuff a month ahead of time. So people, you know, really want to get their hand. They can see it online, but they can't get their hands out necessarily until shot. That is so true. I mean, 20 years ago, everybody held everything to shot show and released it all there. Uh Right. And whether whether or not they were releasing product. Right. But they would make the announcements. Correct. Oh, the one I liked was in the old days, or you could call them the bad old days of uh, Taurus. Mm -hmm. They would announce a bunch of guns at shot show and they would have them right there that you could see. And then, based on which ones got the most orders, they would decide which ones they were actually going to make. Oh, wow. They, they wouldn't make them all. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is okay, I guess, if you're like a, a dealer and they're saying, okay, we, uh, we're not going to take orders for those. But if you're a media guy and you're telling the world all about these great new cool guns and then it turns out, no, we're not really going to make those. They're <laughs> vaporware. Yeah. Oh, man. And we got hung out to dry a couple of times on those and going, okay. I think I'm going to wait till I actually see them out and in stores before I tell the world about them. Yeah, but that whole that whole dynamic has changed. It's rotated oh. to where we're announcing. Like, remember Ruger was pretty well known for that. They would announce a gun; it'd be months before you could or, get or, it. Or years. years. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Sometimes two or three years. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like they don't announce it until they've actually already shipped into distributors until yep. they're in, yes. in the chain. Yeah, that old uh, T-shirt that was the what's the P85? It was made in 1985. Yeah. It was introduced, and yeah, they had the, the T-shirt said P85, and it slashed through P86, slashed through P86. One of these days, of course. The I don't know if it's true, but the story that was told back then was that you know they would be like actually be in production, and Mr. Ruger, Bill Ruger, would come back and go, "I don't like that. We got to change that." So, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? He said, "Well, just throw all those away." Yeah, all Jeez. the ones that they've already made. Go, yeah, and that may or may not be true, but it was told to be as true, so I, I choose to believe it because it's a good story. Yeah, what a different company. A great company, both pre and post, Bill, but just yes. but, but radically different. But much more responsive to the marketplace. They were a leader based on Bill Ruger's understanding of guns mm-hmm. and what should be made. And so we end up with single-action revolvers when everybody thought they were totally dead. He brought those back from from the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the r- number one, a single-shot rifle. I mean, mm-hmm. people think, that's crazy. Wh- who would do that? Well, a guy who loves the Victorian era and old guns, and he just says, I'm going to do this. Yep. Uh, so we got some cool stuff out of Ruger then. Plus, but they were not was, particularly... Every, yeah, everything was built like a tank, though. That was the reputation. If you buy Ruger, you, can, you know, they're, they're way overbuilt. They're just so tough and so strong and well, to the point where some of the revolvers were like, well, man, this is kind of heavy. You can always club them to death with it. It's yeah. like, you know, you can, uh, but yeah, now it's a very much a responsive company. They have that, what they call the voice of the customer, mm-hmm. where you can basically call and talk to the, you know, to Chris Calloy right. or, or send messages. He reads all of the emails that come in on that. Yeah, people are cool making suggestions. For, yeah, yeah. So this? here we have to get all of us together, and we're going to like send a hundred thousand emails saying we want the forty-four <laughs> carbine back. <laughs> Bring back the deer slayer. You don't and, think that that's going to sell? Oh my! <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is, they probably have that 
uh, a system set up there that if they get those, they just spam. bounce us back and says, I'm sorry, that was uh, not received. We do spam, <laughs> spam, email. spam, spam, goes into the, fil- the filter. You ever filter. wonder how many they could sell now just based on the, on the just based on us because we're the only ones that matter. But uh, you know, you know, right. they could, there's people just itching to get them and, and they, when they're on gun broker and stuff, they fly, they don't stay. People want them. I will, happened. if I get a chance, like in a back corner in the room, I'm going to see if I can get like a real answer of why couldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we do this? Yeah. Now? I'd buy another one. Oh yeah, my gosh. I would. Your collection. I, I'm, I'm just picturing where you're going with all of this stuff. I don't, be I don't need to eat. That would be in his Ruger safe. Wait, right. He wouldn't be able to buy ammo. Well, there's that. Check, check this wing of the house. This is the Marlin wing. This is the uh, Springfield wing. But, you know, don't you think a lot of the changes in that company or the fact that they're public held? Yeah, I think probably so. Other people probably they have to answer to, yeah. Makes a difference, mm-hmm. certainly. Well, you have to bring out new stuff. Mm-hmm. New, mm-hmm. new guns are what makes things happen in this world, because the reality is most of the people who are buying guns already own guns. Right. So you have to give me a reason to buy a new gun, and so it has to be something different. Mm-hmm. So, there, I mean, no, as I say, nobody ever walked in and said, hey, what's old? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, besides you, what, what do you yeah, have well, been sitting that. around here for a while? Well, you're old enough to be a gunsmith pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still got here. You need to work on that. Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. You just you know thinking about that, thinking about as you head into the new year, maybe buy a gun that's really different from anything you've ever owned. If you've never owned a lever action, get one of those. If you've never owned a whatever it is, you think I never had a need for that, never understood why I wanted one, but I'm gonna get one and see what it's all about. And then you discover, hey, this is fun. Mm-hmm. What I like about odd guns is it's not like, hey, look, I'm cool. Look what I have. It's the expression other people have when it, hypothetically, you've got a 16-gauge lever-action shotgun with a suppressor? suppressor? <laughs> yeah. You know, just, well, let Fall me see that. By, let me play with, you know, everybody wants by, to. What a dork. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. We're not even safe on this guy's range. <laughs> this guy has way too much money. <laughs> How are you out on the street? But you know what I mean? Just the, when you hand somebody a gun, it's not that you get the, the personal satisfaction or gratification that that's your gun, it's the joy you bring in somebody else when they shoot it. And they go, oh, my God, this is a sweetheart. Whatever mm-hmm. the gun, you know? Oh, it's just, yeah. And, and well, that's the cool thing about the oddballs, the little wildcats and just, just oddball guns. Well, there's people that buy guns just for that reason. Yeah. I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. This is what I want, but. <laughs> well, you know, for my hunting rifles, I like calibers that aren't popular. There you go. Yeah. He's like, okay, I got my, my 257 Roberts, getting the 284 Winchester. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, it's something different, something to talk about. Yep. It's like, oh my God, thank God it's not another 6.5 Creedmoor. Right. But then, <laughs> but then you know, on, <laughs> so on that close. stuff, and I'm sure you do it, but I, I hope other people do. When they buy an oddball gun, I hope they research it. So when somebody asks them, hey, what's the story on this? Not just, oh, I saw it at Cleveland, so I bought it. You know, it's. it's right. Well, this cartridge originated, you know, 27 years ago, but they've gone through some modification or whatever the history is of, mm-hmm. of it. It's good to know, and it, it's part of the tale. It's part of the story. It is, and it's it is part of the fun. Uh, probably, if you're going to be doing that, you might want to start reloading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. hard enough to find regular ammo, right. but uh, trying to find any of that stuff is just impossible. And, <clears throat> although I'm seeing a lot of 6.5 Creedmoor ammo out there on the shelves these yeah. days. 
Yeah. Hmm. How's 10 looking? Uh, seeing some, you know, it's hit or miss, like a lot of the stuff. You go into a store and they got 40 boxes of 10, and then you go into four other stores and they you know, haven't had it for a while. So yeah, who knows? It's weird, yeah. It is weird. I don't, you know, the ammo situation, I do not have a handle on. I don't know how it's functioning or what's going on there. Well, military is still priority, right? Military and police still get priority on, well, on what yeah. is produced. Yeah, I mean, if you have a military contract, you have to fulfill that. That Their contract says that's first before your right. civilian ammo. Right. So we're behind that, whatever that is. And then they're saying, okay, we can do, we can make this much ammo in a 24-hour period. What's going to sell? You're going to sell nine, five, five, six, six, five Creedmoor, and then we will make a few others along the way. But, right. you know, you think they're going to make a lot of 260 Remington? Right. No, right. not much. Why are we sitting on these million rounds? <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's not that they couldn't sell it. It's just that why would we stop, right, right. shut down a machine Doesn't and lose something th happen. three hours to switch over? Just right. keep it running with the regular stuff. Yeah, with stuff you sell every day in, day out. The good news is on the reloading front, it's interesting. Uh, there's more and more interest in reloading. You got uh, a company that I'd never heard of a few years ago making brass. Peterson, I don't know if you run into that, Michelle. But they're making some really good brass. I mean, we know about, you know, Norma makes good brass and uh, Lapua does. Mm -hmm. But this outfit, Peterson, they're making some really good brass in a lot of interesting calibers now. Hmm. And I think, I'm pretty sure they're all made in America. So, I mean, I just bought uh, a couple hundred rounds, a couple hundred rounds of uh, 284. And it came in in beautiful plastic boxes and the brass was all, you know, gorgeous. You know, I bought Lapua and it's all loose in a plastic box. But the Peterson comes in with each one in a separate deal, like your regular MTM type box. Well, it's mm. just brass. This isn't. It's just loaded. brass, right, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, you got to go. I mean, the hard part is still the primers. Yeah. And I talked to somebody this week who's supposed to know what he's talking about. Who says, "Yeah, we're going to get an announcement at Shot Show about more mm. primer availability." So Good. I hope, hope, hope. Uh, wasn't who I thought it was going to be. So okay. well, who was it? It was them. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> yeah, are they. Oh, those guys. Those, gu those guys, yeah. <laughs> the brass, brass company, they're called brass. Kick. <laughs> Kick Brass, man. Oh, jeez. What's oh. bad when you got to explain Sorry. It. It's really bad. You, you got one of those uh, no alcohol hangovers, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, the you, dad jokes that were flying around on Christmas yesterday were cute. Oh, yeah? Your mom tells to tell dad jokes and stuff. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Sure. Just, you know, dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's all fun. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything other other guns I've heard about coming out. Um, that you can't tell us about. That, right, well, right. no, I mean, the ones I could talk about. There's, you know, not a lot. I think there will be some announced there that we don't know about ahead of time. And then there's always the possibility you're just not on the list, which is, mm -hmm. you know, you got... Sometimes you get surprised and go, oh, that was kind of fun. So we'll see. I th yeah, think, um, I don't know of any new rifle calibers. I haven't heard of anything like that new coming out. So we may, but, you know, if anybody brings one out, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Hornady. Yeah. Because think about it, Michelle. I mean, they brought out the, basically they were the 6.5 Creedmoor. They were the 17 HMR. Mm -hmm. uh, working with Ruger. Hornady and Ruger have this uh, have relationship. dynamic relationship. Yep. They do. And, you know, it's the old deal of, you know, 
you're not going to chamber a gun for a caliber that nobody's loading, and you're not going to load ammo for a gun nobody's chambering. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And but, they need somebody notable to yeah, make their ammo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you've got yeah. a company that's making uh, 5,000 guns a year, this is not going to help you as an ammo maker. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So, all of that. I was thinking about that not too long ago. You know, <laughs> Glock world used to be so simple, and it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've gotten so many models and generations, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gotten. I don't want to say confusing, but it can be confusing. Oh, I think it's confusing. You know, if you don't, I, if you don't work with it all the time, years ago, it was exactly. If you're you've not got, in it all the time, yeah, you've got U.S. made and imported and four gen, five gen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, so to get into this and to have a showcase in the good old days, you know, <clears throat> two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you used to have to have so many models of the same gun to be right. representative of the line. And in a way, it's it's great because there's so many options. And in another way, it's very difficult to, you know, to pick and choose. You have to pick and choose. Yeah. Well, if you really want to stock up on some ammo, what you need to do is get a good supply of 45 gap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a... Uh, a cartridge and you know a solution in search of a problem. That, you know what I never understood. They had the forty-five gap, but they also had a forty-five ACP and still do. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like okay, what did that do? It took yeah. up the gap. <laughs> Mind the gap. Uh, we have a gap between forty-five and. Uh, we'll fill it with this. There are people who are saying, "What are you guys talking about?" The gap was the Glock auto pistol cartridge, mm-hmm. forty-five Glock auto pistol, forty-five gap. It was a shorter forty-five. That, if I remember right, would go into the frame, a nine millimeter frame. Hmm. That because a forty five is a little bit larger, longer frame. That's as I remember it. But that thing was here, and then it was gone. Like what? Five years, Michelle? Just like poof. If it if ever that much. When's the last time you saw one, Michelle? <laughs> uh, it's. I mean, they're rare. You see them every now and then. It's, I mean, it's like collector's ammo now. It, it really is. It's not, when you get one in, somebody, you know, wants to sell one used, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> next time you get a 45 in, next time you get a 45 in, call me. Well, I kind of have one. <laughs> well, that's when you go, okay, let's see what kind of aftermarket barrels in a different caliber yeah, will work right? in this. Yeah. Because we're not going to stay with that caliber, that's for sure. No. Good luck. Let's see, we will have, I think, an announcement on the show next week of a new product. It'll be, I'm not going to steal their thunder, but this it's kind is, of fun. This is fascinating. <laughs> you know, it gets people to tune in next week, maybe. Gun tease talk. <laughs> well, you know, do what you can That's do. That's what we got to do. It's what you got to do. Yeah. So you're saying we should probably show up to work next week. It we beho- might it like what he us. has to say. Right. <laughs> not, not like you always usually do, which is when you're here, but you didn't actually show up. Yeah, just here in body. That's it. So there's that. <laughs> well, okay. it's just We're... exciting to see that the SHOT Show is going to go on so far. It is. And I'm I'm angling for a uh, lever action 45 gap. <laughs> you and Jim are going to be sitting <laughs> With half there. suppressor, just on yeah. the left side. Yeah, that's right. So, oh well. Alrighty. You guys have a good uh, week. Be real safe for uh, New Year's, you know. Always. Yeah, I know. It's not a crazy out there doing stuff, but uh, the crazies are out there. So let's all shoot in the air, right, Tom? That's why we have Kevlar hats. God, people are stupid. Yes, they are. Don't be stupid. Don't be one of those people. All right. You guys have a good time. We'll see you next year. All Happy right. New Year, Happy buddy. New Year, everybody.
Well, that wraps up another Gun Talk After Show. But if you want even more gun-related stuff, don't forget to check out Gun Dealio. It's the app for Apple and Android phones that connects you to all the Gun Talk shows, plus even more. And we'll catch you next time for the Gun Talk After Show.